Hey y'all, it's Kayla. Welcome back to another episode hey. of Wholesome Black Girl Podcast. Yes. I am your co-host, Kayla. Well, she's not my co-host. She is my she's a she's a host. Like, don't okay. call yourself that. <laughs> I'm your host, Kayla, and this is Camry, per usual. <laughs> and um, yeah. This is what, episode five? Episode yes, five. Yes, episode five. As oh you can God. see, we're in a new setup. We're in a new space. Mm-hmm. Let us know how you like it. If you like it more, if you like it less, anything like that, yes. give us your feedback. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Um, we usually say mental health check-in, but now we're going to do a segment called Life Be Life <laughs> And um, basically, like in this segment, we're just going to it's the same thing. We're just going to give you an update on where we are in life and, you know, what we've been doing. I feel like um, March has been <laughs> whooping, <laughs> whooping, whooping ass. March has been smoking me. I ain't even going <laughs> to lie. Um, but I feel like we've had positives as a brand, too. Mm-hmm. Like um, you should tell them about the whole situation. I feel like you can describe it better. Oh, with, okay. um, foreign posting us. Yeah, Farron, Farron, <laughs> um, he's Rihanna's uh, stylist, along with other women, Kalani. Yeah, to <laughs> name a few. <laughs> he posted our business card on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And it's so crazy because I had no idea who that man was. <laughs> I did, but I was drunk. Okay, so what happened was... Wait, I, I asked you to tell it, and I'm telling it. <laughs> well, what happened was... Um, so, we were at the Ari Lennox concert, actually. Um, we had just stopped. We just came from... Where was it? The Almost Famous event? Yeah. Yeah, that happened last week. What was that? The 18th? Yeah, the 18th. The 18th. Um, so, we, you know... We're talking to people. I was just handing out I was handing them out and this one guy this gay guy he was like you should just spread them all over the bar and we were like yeah <laughs> that's, what we did. that's absolutely what we gonna do <laughs> so like he was helping us like put them places and everything like that and then uh it got into the hands of what's his name Farin Farin Far- Far- well we'll call him Fuchi Fuchi <laughs> sorry we're so sorry that we're pronouncing your yes. name wrong um so, like I said, I don't know who that man is. I don't know <laughs> but him. But he, he walked up to the bar with, I think he, he was with a friend. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting next to them. And Kayla was talking to the the white gay guy. And they were sitting this there laughing so cool. at our business cards. Like, they were scanning. They were like, oh, my God. Like, this is A1 marketing. This is great branding. They were laughing. But I wasn't saying nothing. So, I tapped Kayla. And I was like, Kayla. They talk about our business card. So then Kayla turned around and she tapped him. And she was like, yeah, that's us. That's us. We're wholesome black girl. And they were like, oh my God, like this is so clever. Like we love this. And we had like a whole conversation with them or whatever. Whole conversation. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to post it. Um, he's like, I'm going to post it on my on my Instagram. Oh my gosh. We definitely going to support. So, you know, we go on to the concert or whatever. I come back totally home. Totally forget. <laughs> I come, totally come back forget. home. And then... Um, my phone blowing up. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I go on Twitter and I see that he posted our business card. And he was like, now why they give this to me? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, now why they give this to me? And I, I peeped that it was Fuji. I'm like, oh my God. Like at the moment, like when I was talking to him, I didn't peep that it was him because I was kind of buzzed. Like I was, I don't want to say I was drunk. I was just buzzed off alcohol. So I really didn't peep 
that I was like talking to him. But that's I, kind of a positive though. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, she anyway. didn't know who he was. But so I'm like, what? Yo? I'm like, wait, we was talking to him and I knew that it, it was him because he had posted like uh, the outfit that he was wearing. I'm like, oh, that's the outfit that the person was wearing that I was talking to. So I was kind of mad that I was too drunk to realize that, well, not drunk, but buzzed to realize that it was him. But I feel like it was a positive too. Because I feel like if I was sober, I mean, no. Yeah, I feel like if I was sober, I probably would have been a little more fanned out. But I feel like since I was buzzed and I had that alcohol in me, I was just like myself. So... That was a positive, and I'm yeah, very that excited was great. about that. The Ari Lennox concert was, was great. great. Jalen Josie, like I love her. Um, who else was there? Alex she wrote Vaughn. "Pressure." She did. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. If you yeah. didn't know, I love Jalen Josie. Like that's my girl now. Like I downloaded like all of her music, but that's like really where we are right now. Like as a brand, like we've we're rebranding, and now since we're in a new studio, we can be a little more consistent. Um, and it's no like beef or nothing with the previous studio we was at. It's just we had we he's was on so different. Busy. Yeah, but we're he's, still working. Yeah, with him we're still he's working so cool. with him. He, it's just his schedule was so crazy that it just didn't work with the consistency. Uh, the consistency that we wanted to give you guys. Mm-hmm. So it's still all love to them. We still gonna work with them. Um, but I do want to get into like what we are personally going through. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Ah. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, I'll go first. Okay. So March has been very eye-opening for me in a bunch of ways. Mm-hmm. One of them is, um, where should I start? Uh, friendship. Friendship has been mm. a really large motif in my life at the moment. I am not currently happy with a certain friendship that I have. I actually am starting not to like this person at all. Um, I feel you. Like they just do things that are so inconsiderate. They speak to me very ill. They're just just nasty. Um, they don't listen to anything that I have to say. They don't really care about how I feel about anything. And they don't even want me to have other friends. Like they feel like I am just their friend, or at least that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. And I'm just over it. Like you've seen the screenshots and everything yeah. of like the shit that I was I'm going through, and I be feeling bad because it's just like, like sometimes it's like, oh, this stuff is so little, but I just feel so disrespected. Right. In this whole entire ordeal. And it, it does seem as though she is a little clingy. Um, I feel like our generation has normalized not even just our generation, just society in general has just normalized being super clingy, clingy. and attached in friendships and even relationships. So I don't know. Um I don't know. I don't feel like she's necessarily a, a bad person. Like, I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think that she's a bad person either. I just think that she's bad for me. Yeah, bad for you. Yeah. And I don't want to be friends with her no more. And it's yeah. been really hard for me trying to figure out how to, like, say that. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, in a couple weeks we were supposed to do something. Right. I don't want to get into, like, huge specifics because right. I know that this is about to cause, like, a ruckus. Oh, oh shit. I even think of <laughs> like this is about to this is about to be something. But like mm-hmm. I really just 
am exhausted and I don't even know how to explain how I feel right now. Just because like every time I say that something is bothering me, I'm met with, well, that's just how I am or, well, you do this too. And it's like, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you and your actions. And I hate the deflection and I hate that somehow, some way it's always my fault, especially like the last time where I asked her like, why you, like I asked her why she did something mm-hmm. and then she like addressed it like two days later, like, why did you say this? And I'm like, because that's how you speak to me. And we basically went down a rabbit hole and it was basically like, I got my own shit going on right now. I have a lot to think about. I have a lot to figure out on my own. And like, like I like you're not helping. And essentially she was like, well, don't bring that on me because like you're taking all this stuff out on me and I didn't even do anything. But the whole thing that I said to her was that you do this and it makes me feel this way. And that's why I'm frustrated. And it was to the point where I just ended up apologizing and everything because it's just like, I don't even have it in me to argue. Like, I'm not about to argue with you. I'm not about to sit here and go back and forth. All right. Since you feel like it was me that was in the wrong. All right, cool. I'm wrong. Like some people hate that about me, but I'm exhausted. Like, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from everything, to be honest. Everything and everybody. Do you feel like y'all friendship will make it by the end of the year? No. I don't even want it to make it by the end of the year at this point right now. Like, I'm just really trying to figure out the best way to say it. Ooh. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, don't even, I can't even say that I know how to do that. Like, how to just end a friendship with somebody. This isn't working. Like, it, it feels difficult. like a breakup. Yeah, it is difficult to do. And I feel like she'll think that it's out of nowhere. Because she's so, But like, then again, out of why touch. would she think that it's out of nowhere? Because it's like, I feel like you've been, like, a little irritated with her. And I don't even think that she really peeps it. Oh. Especially oh. since I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever, you got it. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to, like, start that I don't even know how to start the conversation. And every time I try, like... She was like, I'm not even going to talk about that because that will make <laughs> things too specific. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's been instances where it's like questioning like my communication and things of that nature. And I'm just like, I'm just going through it. But I, I am going through it. But it's really like I don't want to talk to you. Right. And I feel like a shitty ass person to feel like that. Like, I just don't want to talk to you like. You're getting on my nerves. Every time you text me, every time you call me, I roll my eyes, like, type shit. Yeah, once you reach that point where, like, I'm going through stuff and I can't even tell my friend about it, I feel like that's when the friendship is, like, it's time to... It kind of reminds me of, like, in a way, like, if you ever watch Insecure, Molly and Issa's friendship. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. I don't I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. It just reminds me of that. Like, she gives me, like, Molly vibes and you're, like, more like... um and i know like she would really be upset if i said like it's like jealousy there or something like that but that's what it feels like Mm. it feels like animosity it feels like jealousy yeah i would say if you feel that way then (laughs) but also like it's confirmation too like 
everybody mm-hmm. in the group chat like, yo, like she's bugging the fuck out. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm trying, and, the th- and that's the thing, like when I send everything, I send what I'm saying and what she's saying too. So I'm not sugarcoating anything and I'm always open to seeing like, when people tell me that I'm wrong. Right. And I think the only thing that I'm doing wrong right now is acting like I'm okay with this friendship and I'm not. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I feel like I've I've been here before, but the difference is like with my friendships, I feel like we just eventually just slowly just grow. Like I don't even think it was ever like a I've never had a conversation where it's like, oh I'm not cool with you bitches no more. It's just like we just fell out. Yeah, like, I, I wanted to be like that. I just want to stop talking to her, but mm-hmm. I don't think, like, she's going to allow that to happen. So I might really have to actually have a conversation with her and be like, listen, bro, no, I don't want this no more. And I'm also like, damn, I might regret it because this might just be a growing pain. But it's just like, I just don't like her energy. Yeah. And quite frankly, I'm just starting not to like her. And what? I feel so bad. Why do you feel bad? Because like. I feel like with stuff like this, especially like friendships and female friendships, female friendships mean a lot to me because I haven't had good experiences with them. Yeah. And I'm like, this is no re like. I often feel like men don't go through the things that women go through in friendships. I, I don't know. I feel like women like. We're just taught to be, we're conditioned to be competitive with one another. So I feel like sometimes that's where the friction comes from in female friendships because yeah. we always feel like we got to compete with one another. Um, yeah, I was actually, what should I give? I should give my man a nickname. That's not my man. But <laughs> you know how poor minds be doing nicknames yeah, for their yeah. men? Yeah, I was I was gonna say that too because I got a couple men I'm gonna talk about. And I gotta give him a nickname. Damn, let me see. <laughs> what did, what does he give? What energy does he give? Um, artsy, carefree, like. Damn, but we need like a clever hello. name. We need yeah, a we clever gotta come name. Up with a clever name. You can just say we don't gotta come up with a name now. You can just say my man for now until you come up with. I'm name. tired of saying my <laughs> man, my man, my man. <laughs> I don't know why, but talk about him. Like, what's going on with him? <laughs> don't you want to talk about your man and how in love uh, you are? I really love him. I love him so much. She do, and she really be like. I feel like Hilla be tripping out, yo. Like, she, we just had a whole conversation. We was just on our way here in the back of the Uber. She's sitting here hyper-analyzing everything, everything. that this man do. Like, I was literally just saying, like, <laughs> I'm not talking to him no more. I'm just going to stop talking to But she's just like me because I'm that way, too, when I'm talking to somebody. Like, I pay attention to your mannerisms. Like, I will pay attention to everything. The way you look at me, like... Your body language, all of it. Like I'm this, I'm literally the same way. But it's so funny, like hearing it from Kella. <laughs> I don't know why when I'm the same fucking way. Um, I think because I'm not the type of person to overthink. Yeah, I don't. No, you overthink, but it's not like obsessive overthinking, yeah. like how mine is. Like I will text Kella, like, "Yo, this nigga did this," and I will literally think about it. I will analyze everything, everything, everything from the time you sent a text. 
to I don't know the wording in the text. Yeah, I will break it down. Kella will overthink, but she not doing all that. Yeah, like, I be like, <laughs> damn, this nigga don't fuck with me no more. <laughs> and that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm in love with him, and he don't fuck with me. She. I don't know why she keeps saying that he don't fuck with her now, bitch. The nigga I was fucking with, he ain't fuck with me, and I felt like Nikki Parker. So we not. I be feeling like Nikki Parker. No, I was Nikki Parker, bitch. I was. Nikki I be Parker. feeling like Nikki Parker, and here's why I say I was feeling like Nikki Parker, or I do feel like Nikki Parker. I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, let me see if he gonna text me. <laughs> then I can't wait for it because I just want to talk to him. So then I text him and I'm like, girl, you failed step one. <laughs> like, I just be trying to figure it out. But like, it's not that I I don't have it figured out. And it's not that he's not a, mm-hmm. a, a good dude because he really, really is. Like, I admire him so much. I'm just afraid. And he always say like, well, I'm not allowed to be. And I'm like, no, nigga, you not. <laughs> you have no idea. Like... It's such a weird space to be in right now because, like, I admire him and who he is as a person so much to the point where I'm just like, am I enough? Like, that's what I've been going through a lot in March, Mm, too. I know that feeling. Internalizing so much, um, like, am I enough for him? Like, am I interesting enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I enough? Like, and it makes me, like, he does some stuff that I'm not even going to get into, but... It's little things that I notice that make me feel that way, too. Bitch, you sound like me the last episode. I'm just like, oh, God. like, Yeah. I think to myself. I really know that feeling. I'm happy that I heard you say that. Not that I'm happy you feeling that way. I'm just saying, like, it just feels good to know that I'm not the only one. Because I be thinking that way sometimes, too, when I be dealing with certain niggas. Like, I just. I be I be really thinking that way. Like, am I enough? Like, I don't understand. Like, am I cute enough? Like, what's yeah, going on? I definitely, like, I definitely, and I hate this. Like, he makes me feel very beautiful, but he also makes me feel super ugly. And I yeah. hate to admit this. I hate to a, admit that's, this. That's, look, that's the point of this podcast. Because Honestly. I've always prided myself in being like, listen, a nigga can make me feel a lot of shit. Yeah. But he can't make me feel ugly. But sometimes he makes me feel ugly. I feel like with the, I guess this kind of segues into like some of the topics I wanted to talk about. Um, I feel like with some of the men that I've dealt with, um, just doing like recently in the, the month of March, just doing like some shadow work and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of men that I've dealt with since they treated me so shitty it's also had had an impact on how I look at myself myself. physically. And so for the first time in my life, um, I've always had days where I felt shitty or I just feel insecure, but I've never felt ugly. And this is a first, like I really hate admitting this as well, but this is really the purpose of this podcast. Um, This is my first time feeling ugly. Like I just don't feel attractive because when I look back at the minute I've dealt with, I'm just like, they've all treated me like shit. So I'm, I, you know, you internalize that and you're like, yeah. is there something wrong with me? Like, am I just not that bitch? Like, am I not attractive or something like that? Like, I've I've accepted the bare minimum from men, like, literally. And now I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm also realizing I've never actually dealt with a man that was, like, sure about me. Like, never. 
um, even the, the last two relationships that I was in, like them niggas was not sure about me. They weren't. They treated me like crap. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you were sure about me, you would not you treat, me, wouldn't like treat that. me like that. You wouldn't. So and it's like I'm about to be 24 in like a month. And I feel like, damn, like I've never actually had like good experiences with men. Like I've never actually, I really hate to admit this. I can count on my hand how many dates I've been on. And it kind of makes me, again, I internalize it and it, it also makes me angry at myself. But then I also realized that like that has everything to do with like my daddy issues. I have extreme daddy issues. Um, my dad always gave me the bare minimum. So I feel like that's why I've accepted the bare minimum for men. Um, so yeah, I've been dealing a lot with like issues surrounding like my, my looks and I'm trying to, since it's a new feeling, I'm trying to figure out how to get through that. Since it's a new feeling, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to process it or get through it because it's a new feeling for me. I really just feel very unattractive. Like, I really do. Um, and I'm, I've also been having like body image issues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I am turning 24 in like a month and I feel like, um, entering my mid twenties, I really hate the fact that I have a baby face. I really do. I hate it. I feel like I don't have that grown woman look. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't look like, I feel like I look like a kid and I hate it so much. And it's like, I'm so skinny. I'm skinniest I've ever been in my life. And I've just been struggling with that. Usually my weight is on and off, but but recently I've just been bony. <laughs> like <laughs> I've just been bony and I just don't feel like a woman. And you know, sometimes I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like the, the light-skinned girls in the black community when they talk about their struggles with being light-skinned. I'm not trying to do that. But um, a lot of times in the black community, they really do make you feel crappy when you're like a really small, small girl. girl. The comments that they, the comments that I've gotten, and like the things that people say to me, like it really does, it really has done a number on me. And I just feel like, okay, I'm about to be 24, so I need to look a particular way. I was even on um, the wholesome black girl page, and I was saying, yeah, like I'm gonna gain weight, I'm gonna document my journey. But now I'm just starting to. Now when I look back, I realize I'm like, no, you know, it's fine. Like whatever way I am, by the time 24 comes around, that's the way that I am. Like I'm not even gonna obsess over it anymore. I'm not even going to attempt to gain weight. I'm just going to, whatever it is, is what it is. Like, so that's where I've been. Um, I've also, I got to come up with a nickname for this man. I'm going to just call him, I'm going to just call him New York nigga. <laughs> I've also cut him No, we're going to call him BK. BK? Why BK? And he from Brooklyn or he from the Bronx? Harlem. Okay. <laughs> we're going to call him Harlem Knights. Okay, yeah. We're going to call him Harlem Knights. Um, I recently cut him off. I'm not even going to express like some stuff. I believe you just got to take to the grave. Yeah. And I'm just going to take this thing to the grave. He did something to me that I really, that was like the final straw for me. Like him faking being on a ventilator was not the final <laughs> straw for me. Him faking his name was not the final straw for me. Him faking his grandmom's death was not the Whoa, final straw he for did me. That? Yes. This was this particular incident that he did this last week was the final fucking straw for me. And I don't know why that was the final straw for me, but it was. And I deleted his number. I deleted I, I uh, deleted the contact and I blocked him. <laughs> so I really have no way of like Contact contacting him. him at all. Like I said, I'm about to be 24. I'm not dealing with this shit no more. Because honestly, it was going on like two years that I'd known this nigga. And I was still dealing with this nigga. And the, the situation that made me like, well, he did what he did. 
And then that same day, I still wanted to fucking... And I was so mad at myself afterwards. I'm like, why the fuck would you do this? Like, why would you do this? I was so mad. And that's when I went home and I did I did that whole process of like just deleting him on my phone and everything. But that shit was very out of line what he did. And that's where I've been. Also, I've been dealing with... Um, my mom was recently diagnosed with cancer. So I've been dealing with that while also trying to juggle working and... um podcasting and building a brand and it's really a struggle it's really a struggle um i don't even know how to i don't i don't think anybody knows how to deal with finding out that their parent has uh, Mm -hmm. cancer like nobody knows how to deal with it um and it's i guess like ever since i found out it's just been making me want to spend more time with my mom i also realized i don't even have a lot of pictures like recent pictures with my mom i don't i'm like i need to take more pictures with with my mom um, now, the type of cancer my mom has, it's very rare. Um, and she should be cool after she does, like, um, a couple of rounds of, like, chemotherapy, which makes me feel, like, way better. But it's still, I don't know, it's, you still going to feel a way. Just the, just, the, just the fact that it's a possibility, like, there's even a small chance of, like, For death, like it scares me. It's so scary. That 1% chance, it scares me. So... Um, that's, that's really where I've been in life right now. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Um, since we're bringing up moms, I'm tired of that lady too. (laughs) I'm really tired of everybody. Like, I can't lie. If you can't tell by like my demeanor. And what I look like, I look a freaking mess. I I was about to say that like your energy, like not that her energy, like not that she's like, I don't know, like boring or anything. I'm not saying it, but I could, I could, like anybody that watches the podcast, you could sense her energy. It's like, just off. <laughs> She's a different killer today. Like right now, I'm like who I am on a regular basis every day. Mm-hmm. But like, if you cannot tell, I have no makeup on. I have mascara and lip lip gloss on. <laughs> like you know, that's not even my steeds, bro. Like that's not yeah. even me. But, like, I've been so exhausted just trying to juggle everything. And then, like, my mom and I are not getting along. And that's such a weird, weird thing. Not that we're not getting along because we never really got along. But it's more real this time for some reason. Like, usually you will fall out and be cool the next day. But, like, this hurts. Like, I feel like I'm losing my best friend. And that that does hurt. <laughs> that does hurt. Because your mom is really supposed to be your best friend and your mother. That's really like my whole world. Like, mm-hmm. and it's off of some, it's off of dumb stuff. Like, just like me becoming an adult, me dating, me like exploring myself, getting new friendships. Like, she hates everybody. Like, everybody. Kayla, honestly, like, that's really. I was telling except except the one friend that I don't even want to be friends with no more. <laughs> How was, ironic! I, look, I was literally telling Kelly this. Like, it was the same way with my mom. Um, my mom, like, as I was transitioning into like womanhood, like she was. Uh, and I know my mom watched this. But I'm sorry, mom, but she was a bitch. Like, she literally like I couldn't do anything. Like, if I went out, like she would clock me on doing that. She didn't oh, like yeah. any of the friends that I had. Like, I was in a relationship. She didn't like that man at all. Um, and it'd be like, over everything. nothing. And she it was just so be like... controlling. And I was grown. And she was so controlling. 
But it's like once I moved out of the house, it's like now my mom is like, oh my God, like I want to spend time with you. Like I, I promise you, as soon as you move out, like your mom is going to be like on your dick. Like I'm telling and you. And even with the whole like trying to move out process, the shit is just so stressful because I'm just like, I'm doing this shit by myself. I don't know anything. It's crazy. Inflation is crazy. I hate my job. And even though, like, I also, you know, Kayla's degreed up, you mm-hmm. know, and I have to pay the I have to pay the government back. Like, it's all these things, and I'm like, I gotta, like, I gotta get myself together. And I feel, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like right now, I feel like super hopeless because. Kayla always has it together because Kayla always has help. But Kayla is falling apart. And it's just like, I can't, I feel like I can't depend on anybody right now. It definitely is not going to last too long, though. It's really not. Like, I definitely know how you feel. Um, especially when you've had parents that um, they've helped you and somewhat yeah. gotten you, like, a little bit established. And now, you're, like, you're doing everything by yourself. Like, it is. Um, but it really don't last for long because I've literally, I've been in your shoes like for real like it it does not last for long it like that's I feel like that's what come with adulthood like you really everybody goes through that honestly yeah. like it's just a it's a shitty ass feeling that you really got to get through like <laughs> I'm just like my mom was supposed to help me file my income taxes which like shoot that's due at the end of this month yes bitch, like within the last <laughs> yeah like the last week like like literally next week yes I it's due and i'm like shit i gotta do that i gotta do so much like being an adult like every time you turn around it's some shit to do yeah and i'm just like oh my gosh like mm-hmm. i don't even have like an actual credit card in my name so i have to apply for that good thing my credit is pretty good and i could get like approved for one right. but like even down to like trying to apply like which ones do you apply for because that can knock yes. your credit score oh down God. if you apply for like credit i'm cards. learning all of this stuff by myself like by myself like, and the yeah. fact that my mom is here and every time i ask her a question because i'm not doing what she wants me to do she's gatekeeping information that shit is really fucking sick yeah it's sick and i hate it and i'm just so disappointed in every how everything is going and like i'm just you gonna see it through i know that's that's what bad bitches do <laughs> and i'm just like i found this great ass guy that i really love being around and i overthink everything every 5 seconds sorry if you're watching this even though child you never watch the whole thing anyway <laughs> oh that's a problem you need to be watching the whole thing but <laughs> I'm just like, I found somebody that I really enjoy. That's that's great. And then everything else is just like a fucking shit show. And I'm just like. We gonna get it together. Even with just seeing how like our brand is coming together. Like just yeah, it's just in alignment. It's those so, two. It's so like look, the brand is going great. We, I found a great person. Look, and we, maybe I should ask him for more help or more support. Not like financially yeah, or anything. There's nothing wrong with asking anybody for help. I feel but like black women normalize it. Low key, I just feel like he doesn't have the capacity for it because he got his right. own stuff going on. And I kind of just want to be there for him for that. Like. And then I think to myself, like, why are you making, why are you shrinking yourself yeah. to fit into, like, his, like, everybody life, to be honest. Like, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. It's shrinking myself, like, packing myself down so that I can fit in his life and my other friend's life. 
like in my mom's life and I just feel really drained and I have no one to talk to about it for real other than you can but I don't want to like dump that all on you no I be yo I be feeling the same way sometimes because sometimes I be ranting to Kayla about certain stuff I be like wait let me let me go to my but I don't, I don't ever feel that way. I don't, I don't ever feel that, that way because I feel like I've been through that experience before. So I know how you feel. So it's never like too much for me. But I do want to segue into our next segment. Because <laughs> we just said some oh, really yeah. like deep <laughs> shit, dark, depressing, deep shit. And we want to get into the fun stuff. <laughs> so we have a new segment and it's called Wholesome Chats. And basically, in this segment, we are going to discuss all things sex while uh, simultaneously segueing all other areas of life and love into our sex-positive conversation. So, the first topic that we have, because me and Kelly was just talking about this. We want to talk about female rap. (laughs) Y'all bitches suck. (laughs) Like, no, okay. So, y'all know that I'm a female rap connoisseur. Anybody that knows me knows that. But recently... I've been like so depressed and I haven't been like this depressed in a long ass time. So I was like, you know what? Let me put on some female rap. And I'm sitting here listening to like the lyrics and I'm just like, damn, like it just like they was attacking me. I was like, what the fuck? So I can only listen to this music when I'm happy because this is my first time listening to female rap in like a depressed state. And I'm realizing that a lot of female rap, like it's not. I feel like it's not a need, as great as it's a need for more humanizing, yeah, vulnerable female rap that's centered around the the female or more specifically the black female experience because these bitches and the I was regular black as, girl yes, experience. Black we're girl. not talking about the bad bitches yes. because obviously yes. I'm not saying that we're ugly and I'm not saying that we're regular, I think that away black yeah, girls. like I really do look like just a regular black girl walking down the street. Yeah, and I <laughs> and I don't feel like I don't feel like y'all are making me at least not when I'm depressed. Like you're not making me feel like that bitch. Like I don't. They never made me feel like that. They bitch. be calling me broke because I like coach and Michael Kors. Like y'all be calling me dumb because I had feelings for somebody. I'd be like, well, damn. Like, yeah, <laughs> like and even like. <sighs> I know Kella got a lot to say because Kella hate these bitches so much. I hate you. I hate you bitches. <laughs> and, yeah, because like, you gotta call us a pick me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You want to know why? Because y'all say this stuff and y'all don't even love yourselves. As soon as you get some money from your damn label, the first thing you do is go and get a BBL and a fucking boob job. You disappear for two to three months and you come out with a whole new body and, let and me a clarify, writer. Like, it's nothing wrong with getting a BBL, but it's like y'all be forgetting where y'all, like y'all shit on everybody. Not like, even, morning. it's not a, you know what? I am judging the BBL bitches. Okay, okay. You want to know why? That's okay. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, they forget where they come from or they forget that they used to look like a regular a regular black girl they really a do. regular mixed girl and it's like you like you you do all of this you get your body done you don't even disclose that you get your body done you mm-hmm. be acting like you took flat tummy tea and daggone ate a vegan bird <laughs> diet with seeds and nuts and shit and you got the body that you have right now that's one Two, it's like, what was wrong with what you looked like before? Really sit there and unpack that. 
I really don't want to talk about that because okay, what was wrong? first of all, especially I'm, since I just seen that Dochi got her whole body like she, she got did? a BBL. Why? Her body was banging. I that literally I crazy. really I really almost cried. Now with SZA, I was like <laughs> I get it. I get it because her music I like you knew that she was like insecure at some point yeah. like cuz she said it. Even though she looks like the Michelin man, I don't mean any harm by that. It just doesn't look right. <laughs> it just doesn't look right. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all get, like, y'all want desirability so bad that you'll, like... I, okay, I just want to say that I am pro-surgery, um, pro my bad. But I do feel like it's something to be said when we are noticing that a lot of the regular, regular black girls are just getting plastic surgery. Like, exactly. do you not feel like you are you're enough? But even with, with like, SZA, look at how much she changed. She got a nose job. She got lip fillers. She got like she got so much done, and like that really the last straw for me. And I don't even mean it in like a hating ass way, but also like how I view myself. Cause when the first like no, 2017 her, I was like, oh, like she looks just like yes. you. Yes. And and I don't I really fear sounding like a pick me, but like it's it's not even being a pick me because we don't we're, we're not against getting surgery. We're not. I'm not. But it's just like when you when you constantly see it as like a regular, regular black girl. Sometimes it, it really is. I really easy do to look at myself and be like, and "Am I not I, enough?" But I was having a conversation on Twitter. I kind of went. I like to say semi-viral because I was saying how like stars like Ari Lennox, like mm -hmm. she's popular. Don't get me wrong, but she's not like mainstream. She's not like global or international. She'll go and viral for like, like stuff like when she posted those pictures from the Philadelphia yeah. show. Like, what were so you doing like, on that fucking couch, bitch? I feel like Ari really isn't that popular because she hasn't assimilated her look in a sense. Like, she looks like us. Yeah. So she's not going to get that mainstream popularity. Like, I really feel like she should be on the same level as like SZA or like for Summer sure. Walker. She's she's not. For sure. And I feel like it's because she looks regular. Like, I really do feel that way. And if y'all disagree, then then fine. But that's I really feel that way. I feel like when you don't assimilate, like you don't get the success that you want. And so that's why I kind of resonate. Unless with you already women. had a body like yeah, that yeah, anyway. Yeah. But that's why I, I feel like a lot of black girls love Ari Lennox because like she's so relatable um when it comes to like the black female um experience and even just with her looks. Like but she even with her I feel like one day it's gonna like she's gonna succumb to all of it because even I think like no real shit when we get more notoriety and everything like that like what mm -hmm. am I gonna want to change about myself yep like I already nitpick myself and then you see men then you see men's reaction to it mm -hmm. and how much they fawn over these people and how much they love looking at them and although it's like very lustful being lusted after is still something that is profitable mm -hmm. and then on top of it it's just like it always continues to eat at me like am i not enough the fact that the fact that dochi like we look so much alike mm -hmm. i didn't even know she got a baby crazy and i was just like so sad i was like i love her right like i saw me 
Yeah. When I be seeing like the black girls, like that's up and coming, like R&B singers or like just rappers, I be praying. I'm like, please don't do anything. Don't do anything. Because I love seeing, I love seeing regular looking black girls with like the black features and like the 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 the, the hair, the natural hair and like all of that. Like I love seeing, I just be thinking like, Please don't. You, you and like it's the not only us judging either. Yeah, it's really not. It's really. It's not. like I'm not gonna stop supporting any yeah. of these artists. It's more so I internalize it, and it's like it's not their job to make it's sure not. that our feelings are safe. It's not. But, but there is regardless, said yeah, like when regardless, when you see it all the time, that's why women will go through like great lengths just to be desirable because. Mm-hmm. You make more money that way. You do. You do. Um, I also wanted to talk about um so I was I don't know if you're familiar, but I was I think it was horrible decisions, if I'm not mistaken. You watched that podcast? With the girl Mandy all, and Easy. Yeah. I, I I could be wrong. I think it was them. If not them, it was some other podcast. But they were also um explaining how a lot of female rap they can make you feel very insecure when it comes to like your sexuality or just like sex that in general. And, and and it also makes sex standards um very unrealistic. So I, I really do think it was horrible decisions or, or with somebody else. But they were saying how like, you know, when they be like, oh, like the female rappers be bragging about having like wet coochie and da 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 da. Like when you hear that as a woman all the time, like if you experience, <laughs> if you're like a type of woman that like, experiences like I don't know like like vaginal dryness or something like that like you might feel like okay it's something wrong with my pussy because it's not getting it's not wet like it's, it's not wet and I just wanted to talk about that because sometimes when you're having sex sometimes it just doesn't happen and it doesn't mean that you're like not turned on or anything like yeah. sometimes that's just like that's just the female body sometimes when you're having sex it just doesn't happen like and it doesn't mean I'm not turned on it can be a multitude of things like it can be um like birth control, maybe and it I'm can just happen in the middle out. of it. Too. Yeah, it can happen in the middle of it, and it doesn't even mean I'm not turned on. But that is the importance of like lube. Like y'all need to start using lube. I know, like the girlies like the bad shit on social media and stuff. Like I don't need lube. My coochie is wet. It's a super soaker, twenty four seven, three hundred and sixty five days. Yeah, a right, day. bitch. Yeah, okay, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but y'all need to start utilizing like lube. But I wanted to talk about that, like how female rap, like sometimes it can also make not even just female rap, but just like music, the the music culture in general, when they're talking about sex, like they can they some of the the standards are like very unrealistic. So a lot of people when they're having sex, they feel like it should be a certain way. And nobody ever really looks at the gray area um surrounding sex. Or things that could go wrong during sex. Like, nobody ever looks at the great area. It's not always going to be spectacular. It's really not. Sometimes you have bad days. Sometimes yeah. you have bad nights. Sometimes you just don't have one at all. Yeah. Um, it's not always going to be, like Kelly said, spectacular. Um, and I also want to talk about, like, I feel like great sex is, like, very subjective. For like, sure. it's different for everybody. Like... Because not everybody's body does the same things. Exactly. And they don't like, like the same if I, things I either. might say... I might say, oh, this nigga's dick, like, it was so good. But to another girl... It could be... She, she be like, that shit was dead. It was trash. And that, and, and, and that goes in reverse, too. Yeah, like, like, And I don't... 
Because I, I know I gave admit it. Bitches don't want to admit it. But for it's real, true. but I probably like, gave some niggas I, some BS <laughs> fucking coochie, bro. Like, I know no, I did. Real shit. Like, some niggas might be like, oh, like him, like her shit is amazing. Some niggas might be like, huh, it was, uh, it was like, all right. You know, but that I ain't never this, heard it. <laughs> no, me I ain't never, never heard, heard it. Nah. I never heard it, but it, look, it's some. It's some I ain't <laughs> never heard. I've gotten grade never, A. I've never gotten this, a bad review on this thing. But I wanted to talk about like what makes sex good for you because it is subjective. It's different for everybody. I think what makes sex trash or like like just I, I think what makes a man's dick trash though is like if I tell you that like something is not working for me and you're not open to like trying, trying something that's else. That's when I'll say, okay, this shit is trash. Like <laughs> it's trash. So what makes sex good for you? It really just be the vibes. It, it be the vibes. Also, big dicks only. I'm not about <laughs> to sit here and do all this extra shit. You feel me? Like <laughs> It's for me. It's like the connection for me. I feel like sometimes a man can give you like very mid dick, but they can make the sex in general spectacular by doing other things. You don't yeah. feel that way? I feel that way. I feel like it can be very mid. Like, the dick can be very mid. But if you're, like, doing stuff like eye contact or, like, um, foreplay or, nah. I don't know, praise. Like, I no. feel like, <laughs> absolutely not. But I've, nope. I've experienced that before. Like, it just makes the sex in general, like, just very. <laughs> Yo, I can't. No, y'all got to let me know if y'all feel the same way as me. Because I've had them. They probably before. do. <laughs> but, like. I don't know, like, you just got to come with the full package. But I, what it really boils down to, for me, is attraction. Like, That's if it. I'm, like, attracted to yeah, you. Yeah, if, mm-hmm, if I'm super attracted to you, it's just like, gonna be, <laughs> it's oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you know. Mm. <laughs> and they be saying, like, oh, like, fucking no broke niggas be the best. And I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It's some truth to that. It is a lot of truth I, to that. I definitely fuck niggas with money and I fuck niggas that were broke and the broke ones. Like, I don't know. They Out of this fucking, fucking like, world. No, real shit. They be fucking like their life depends on, on it. it. <laughs> it's all that pent up stress <laughs> no, from, from them trying to stress. figure shit out. I remember I asked this one nigga out. No, I told this one nigga I was dealing with. Um, he and he was he was broke. It was obvious. I could I just could pick up on that through con- through context clues. No. <laughs> I remember one time after we was done fucking like probably like a week later I was, I I texted him I'm like yeah that shit was amazing like I said like what was going on like that was really that was really a performance and he was like oh it's just life I just been going through shit and, and I told him I said please, I hope I hope life get worse. <laughs> He said, Yo, take, it take it take out on me. Take it out on me. Take it out please. on me. I hope that get worse. He was like, "Yo, you're sick." I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 "I'll be that sick bitch." But like, no, they definitely do be fucking the best. Yeah, because they like really need to get them so like they need a release. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> That's in that why other I, like, I'm not gonna lie, I. Look, I know the, the girlies and the female rappers are going to come for me, but I like fucking broke niggas because they really do kiss the best dick. Not fucking broke niggas. 
Thank I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying that the experience be a lot better because it's not even they be broke. so stressed out. No, no, no. I won't even say it's broke niggas. I'll say any man that's going through something. <laughs> no, Roshan, we like life, so sick, like life is just not doing what it needs to do for them. Like they they get it out. The they get it out on you. Yes, and I love it. Like I love it. Like if you're if you're mentally healthy, like I don't. I'm sorry. Like don't come over here. <laughs> If life is going great for you and you have money, I don't want to fuck you. But sometimes when they're happy, they do good too. No, that that's true. That's I true. I feel like, but nah. Like, <laughs> in my experience, like, something got to be going a little bit yeah, wrong. Yeah, you got to be a little bit, like, stressed yeah. about something. Yeah. Like, exactly. school, and work. And as women, we can tell, too, when you're going through something. and you, Like, when you fucking us good, we can tell, like, when we going through like i could tell when i would fuck this nigga i'm like this nigga is stressed the the fuck out out. like life is beating his ass right now (laughs) i feel so sick he probably gonna watch this shit like wow like oh wow but like baby i been knew that she was stressed the fuck out like i knew (laughs) (laughs) the the girlies are gonna attack us for this i don't care i don't care Like, get you a man that's a little bit stressed. Yes. So that please. you can take the stress away. They be so happy and tired afterwards. This nigga <laughs> They just be no, so this nigga... content. They get it all out and they just be laying there butt naked, socks on. <laughs> this nigga fucked me so good that like a month in, I got this nigga a birthday gift. <laughs> I did not care. I did not care. I, said, I need to thank him for his services. Like, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> They be stressed out now with they daggone tube socks on. <laughs> they mm. really do. The girlies are definitely gonna attack us. But I don't know why. Like, what's wrong with spending money on men though? Like, I just don't see the issue. I don't get the issue either. Like, I, and I don't even care. Like, even if I've known you for two weeks, like, th- let's just say that your birthday is the is the week after. If I want to get you a birthday gift, that's just what I'm gonna do because that's naturally that's something that I want to do. That's how I am. I love to give people gifts. That's just how I am. And if you know, the time comes around, you don't do the same for me, then that's fine. Cool. I just know how to move with you. Like, it's no big deal to me. It's I don't, never a big deal. I don't never be, like, extravagant with it. It'll be something small. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely lying. I've, I've, I've done a lot. I've given extravagant gifts to niggas that did not deserve it. Did not it. deserve it. But I'm talking about as of now. Like, I don't do that. Not um, anymore. Um, I just Right now, the person small. that I be giving gifts to, he deserves it. He does. He does. Even though I be overthinking why why do you think women are bad for spending money on men though? Because that's really not how things are supposed to go. But I'm it's confused. just like like do you like the nigga? That's like, what I'm saying. And that's what niggas like, be saying. What? Like they be feeling like we don't like them because like we just like, no, you have to do everything for me and I just have to show up and look pretty. And there's some men that that's all they require. No. But a lot of these regular, regular men really are stressed out, really going through their own stuff, trying to make their life work just as much as we're trying to make our exactly. lives work. And they deserve to feel wanted and appreciated in the same ways that we want to be lo- loved, wanted and appreciated. Take mm-hmm. the man out. Yeah, I just don't like, like a big deal with that. Like, give him about a gift. Me, if I'm in love and I'm in a relationship, like, I'm definitely tricking on my nigga. Like, That's what care. I'm saying. That's my problem now. I'm be definitely like, tricking. I will pick up the tab. I will, I, will, I will cook for you. Yes, I will. Like, because that's just how I am. Like, I don't, I don't think know about the cooking part yet. What? For real? I, I will cook. I will cook. I probably need to cook for this man. Uh, but I feel like when you're dating someone, like, Dating someone like when y'all, I'm talking about when y'all like boyfriend girlfriend, not when you just talking to somebody. Like when y'all boyfriend girlfriend, I'm in a weird space. With I this just man. feel like 
I don't know. What it's kind of like a preview. Like if y'all want to move to that next step of like marriage or whatever, it's kind of like a you a preview. It's a preview of, of what step. you're gonna yeah. get. So I just feel like naturally, like I just I do like to cook. I do like to cook. So I just feel like that's just what I'm gonna do if I really like you. I enjoy your company. I want to cook for you. Like I want to serve you. And I, that sounds crazy coming from I'm me. I'm like but, that too. But I, that's just how I, I really am. am. And honestly, it's not even serving you. To be honest, it's not serving you. It's just I'm doing it because nah, I like it. It is, and it's okay. I, <laughs> I don't like I don't like that terminology. Though, you don't Kayla. like the I don't terminology because like it. serve. Okay, but that's you. what I'm, you're doing. I'm, it's just an exchange of energy. That's how I look at it. Like I, it's just an exchange. Girl, call of call a spade a spade. <laughs> call a spade I a do spade. Not like that we hate, we serve. hate, we hate the terminology of submission, servitude, all that other stuff. I hate it. But guess what? That's what the fuck it is. I, <laughs> and but I don't we have to get out. Of, I just think it's an exchange of energy. Like I don't feel like I need to really submit to anybody. I don't feel like I need to do any of that stuff. Cam. I don't. When he has an idea and you have an idea, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is the best way to go about it," and you're like, "You know what? Well, you're yeah, right." But no, no, it's because that's agree. what that's agree, exactly what I they're just saying. Don't like, no, I agree. Like, it's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just I don't like the terminology behind like submission because I feel like it's rooted in patriarchy. Like, I don't like that. I just feel like that's just a relationship. Y'all just talking. Whoever got the best idea got the best idea. But why do it gotta be? I gotta submit to you. Like, why is that only put on a woman? Well, to be no, that's the thing. And here's, and here's, uh, don't mean to be Bible thumping Kayla right now, (laughs) but like, that's not even what God even intended. Like, and we're talking from a religious lens, a Christian lens here, Mm -hmm. because that's really where this is all coming from. Submission, like leadership, headship is also to know when to submit as Mm -hmm. well because you don't know all the answers and even in the bible it's like husbands like take care of your wives Mm -hmm. listen to your wife it's not just wife submit but what did you say that is some patriarchy in the bible too yeah but i'm okay with that you want to know why that's why i call myself a (laughs) i'm not a feminist or anything like because that takes the brunt of the work like it takes a lot of work off of me like mm-hmm. I'm able to show up for you in the ways that you need because I'm allowing you to have control over a situation. It's only if I can trust you with that though. I would love for a man like I don't care what nobody says. You can call me a pick me. You can do whatever whatever you say whatever you want, but like when it's time for me to get married and mm-hmm. have a husband or if I'm working on that with the person that I'm with, I have no problem submitting to you if you have good ideas. Like because when you put trust in a man, like really put trust in a man, they show their they show their ass either right. in a good way or a bad way. But like if I don't have to make all the decisions and if you know that you're good at finances and I'm good at rearing the children and taking care of the house, guess what I'm going to do? That. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I agree with you. I agree 100 percent with you. It's just I just me. I. I guess because I'm coming from the perspective of like, because I grew up in a religious household too and I'm not really a religious bitch anymore. Like I'm really not. So I just don't, I agree with everything that you're saying. I just really just don't like that it's called that. Like I think that is my issue. I don't like that it's, why, why is it called submission? Like why? Because that you really are submitting yourself. Like when you so get does married. does man submit in any sense? Yeah, he does. But that's what he I'm relinquishes, saying. He relinquishes his resources like come on like if we're really being honest and it's and we're strictly talking about marriage too mm-hmm. like traditionally marriage is between a man and a woman not saying that that's right i'm just saying we're talking about tradition mm-hmm. 
he comes with resources. You come with pretty much servitude because you're taking care of the house. You're taking care of the children. He's coming home with the money. Mm -hmm. Like he's taking care of you and everything that you come with. And on top of that, he is relinquishing a lot. If we're talking about it from the Bible sense, it says he who <laughs> finds a wife finds a good thing. Okay. But also <laughs> it also talks about the man leaving his own mother, leaving his household and coming to wherever you're at. So he's leaving everything that he knows, everything that he knows to be with okay. you. But people don't talk about that part in the Bible. They don't talk about see, that. This stuff. is why I disagree because it's like I don't want you to leave everything that you know. But <laughs> that's don't. what is. But that's that is the goal. That is what marriage is. In its essence, but I is feel you, like marriage can you be whatever create, you want it to be. Yeah, like, now, I don't think. But I, at its core, it's a business. deal. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a business deal, and, and you're going to have to make yeah. sacrifices. And the sacrifices that the man is making is literally creating a new family, like creating a new legacy mm -hmm. with the woman. The woman doesn't necessarily have the, didn't have the financial resources to do that. Right. So, of course, you wouldn't be. Okay. So, yeah, if we're talking about it from like, um, like a cultural. Yeah. Point of view, then, yeah, that's, that's, that's how marriage looks. But now it's just like. Whatever. Yeah. I think that men just want to feel manly mm -hmm. now. And honestly, I'm okay with doing that. <laughs> Again. Call me a pick me. Call me what you want. Submission is not no, a bad thing to me. Yeah, no. I'm going to submit to my husband when the time comes because that's less responsibility on me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't. I've always been like a very non if that's a word, non-traditional girl. So I just don't. Like, all those ideals and all them ideologies, like, I've never resonated with it. It's just always been very confusing to me. I just always just look at it as, like, a exchange of energy, not so much, like, um like submission. Like, I don't look at it like that. And then I do feel like, at one point, I was like, I don't want to get married just because of, like, like, we were just talking about. Like, if we look at, like, the, like, like, how marriage is supposed to be, like, I've never resonated with it, but... Now that I think about it, I'm like, I do want to get, I would want to get married, but I want it to be on like my terms. Like I want, like I want to do whatever works for me. Like I don't think I can go by like that traditional kind of marriage. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I just want to do whatever works for me. Whatever works for us, works for us. And I feel like that's how a relationship should just be in general. If you want to follow the, follow the Bible, then fine. Follow the Bible. If you don't, then you don't. But I just feel like so many people have put like all these. I think they're trying to what go. Marriage is, they're trying to go like, back. Why can't people on, just do what they want to do? <laughs> like, well, because quite frankly, a lot of a lot of women feel the way that you feel, but a lot mm -hmm. of men don't feel the way that you feel. Oh, that's true. That is true. So, quite frankly, if you really want to get married, and that's why, and that's why I initially was saying, like, you know, I don't feel like marriage is really for me. I got I don't because honestly, a lot of men feel that way. Like they don't feel the same way as me. I just want to be me. Like I don't feel like I, it should be like any restrictions or like any rules around marriage or anything like that. It's whatever you want it to be. But it's like I was just watching the Erica Badu interview and she was literally saying that she was like, yeah, I don't think I could be married because if you really look at what marriage is like traditionally, like it doesn't fit me. So I don't think it's for me. And she was saying that's why she's never gotten married. And I'm yeah. like, I resonate with it because it's true. Like what you're saying is true. Like a lot of men don't they, feel they, like yeah, they don't feel that they way. They don't not feel that way men. about marriage. Exactly. Which is why when Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, like when 
when Gabrielle was like, yeah, I don't submit to him. We just work together and we just do what works for us. Everybody was like, the internet was on fire because she said that. They made it seem like Gabrielle was beating him or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> she said that. But also, like, submission, that really is what it is. My grandmother always told me, he's the head, I'm the neck. One mm. can't function without the other. Right. Right. Like, I contribute. Mm-hmm. He contributes because, like we said in the the most recent podcast, men and women do operate differently. Like we do. The way that we think, the way that we are, who we are, we show up differently. Not just because of like biological things, but also for society. Yeah. So like, society, you have to take all of those like things. All of into consideration if like what you want and the in in the end goal is to be married or to be partnered and there's going to be certain sacrifices that you're going to have to make but some women right now are not willing to because that is relinquishing a lot of power yeah and that's, I'm, I'm okay I'm with relinquishing that <laughs> like I'm okay with relinquishing that just because I know that like because I've been engaged before because like like I do run into fuck niggas a lot but mm-hmm. I have a tendency to to make men feel like they want to partner me I even had a experience with someone who I'd never even seen in person nothing like he literally has like we we were just cool right and he like sent me this whole paragraph about how like I'm the only person that he ever sees himself with, that he wants, like, marriage and children with me because he loves how I carry myself, (laughs) anything like that. Even, like, some of the older guys that work at my job as, like, drivers and stuff, they always say, like, man, like, even even the patients, they're like, like, I would want my son to marry you. I would want, if I was younger, I would have done it, Mm -hmm. but since I can't. Like, I want my son to marry someone like you. I want my daughter to be someone like you. Right. So, like, I've always known, like... <laughs> that's that's the that's, life for you. Like, that's the life for me. <laughs> like, I'm just... I'm, I'm yeah. going to be someone's wife. Not because, like, I'm saying it, but because that's the reaction I get out of people. This is a great segue into what we were talking about when it came to, like, dating. And, like, how I was saying... Remember I was saying, like... If you think about it, because a lot of women will call you a pick me for that. I don't mm-hmm. think you're a pick me for that at all. Um, but remember I was saying how every straight woman who desires love with a man wants to be picked. Like, it's a difference between okay, so a pick me is a woman who puts down other, other women, women to look more desirable to men. That's a pick me. But I feel like at its core, every woman that really wants to be loved by a man and like you want to be picked. You want to be picked. Like if you want, because not every woman, it's some women out here that really just want to be single for the rest of their yeah. lives. So I'm not talking about them. But if you're really a woman that It's not that a lot of them love, though. Yeah, it's not a lot. They but. may say it, but in their head, in their room, they're crying and throwing up. And that's really what it is. And that's why them bitches was going on Kevin Samuels. <laughs> oh my God. Live like, streams. Back to my point before I forget. Sorry. Um... Every woman who desires like a relationship wants to be picked in a sense. And I don't feel not like it's anything they want wrong. to be picked. Yeah. I don't think it's anything wrong with that. As long as you're not like bashing 
other women. Other women. That's or like what dating being, is. That's literally what dating is. You're being less of yourself. Exactly. You're being less of yourself. And there are certain people. things like you can change. Like if you know that you're not a warm or nurturing person, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that might need to change. Yeah. Yeah, just because that's some stuff that's, that's just what, needed in a relationship. Yes, but also like, if you want to be picked, you have to understand the psychology of a of the person that you want to be picked by. And a lot right. of these niggas are group thinking ass niggas. They are. And like the one thing that I noticed is the only reason why people say they want they would want something out of me like that is because you're so nurturing, you're so loving. Mm-hmm. Like, you take such good care of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, some women are not willing to do that. So if you're not willing to do that and take care of somebody, then... And also show, like you said, show signs of your wifely or girlfriend-esque nature before getting to that actual stage. Because how yeah, the hell would even, they even know? I'm not know? even saying you got to go OD, but it's just like... Show if you're those dating somebody, yourself. why don't you just show like them parts of yourself? And I'm not talking about I feel like it's a difference between like casually dating somebody and just like um what's the other term? It's casual dating and then it's like exclusively dating. Exclusively I guess. dating, I think. I think that's what it is. Um, I feel like it's a difference. I do feel like if the nigga is not doing shit for you though, while y'all are dating, then you shouldn't be doing those things. I do feel like that. Like, but if he's pouring into you or whatever, like I don't, I don't see the issue with you know previewing a little something, something. Like I don't, I'm not saying you gotta go OD, but I don't know. Maybe do something like maybe cook for him one day, or I don't know. When y'all go out, you pick up the tab, or just something like that. And I don't think that's being a pick me. I really think that's just how dating is. You want to show parts of yourself so they know mm-hmm. what they're getting into. Like that's that's what dating is. Exactly. So, <laughs> I feel like in a sense, every I'm talking straight women um, when it comes to dealing with men. Like, every woman wants to be picked, in a sense. Like, real. you want to be picked by a man because if you want a relationship, you want to be picked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like that's, stop acting. Let's not be dense here, y'all. Yeah, like, let's not be dense. Let's not act, like, let's not act slow here, guys. Like, and me and Kella are far from pick-me's. We are. Like, anybody that knows you us could knows call me. You could call me what the hell <laughs> you want to call me. Kella don't give a fuck. I really I don't fear give you bitches call me a pick-me two, for this. I don't give two shits. <laughs> You want to know why? Because you're the same bitches calling me a pick me is the same bitches that have no man. <laughs> and I don't even mean to be that type of person. And I'm not even saying like, and what I mean by no man is no good man. Right. Like y'all be calling people pick me's and you letting this man run amok in your motherfucking life. <laughs> That's fixed though. That is fixed. Get right with God before you say anything about me. <laughs> So let's also talk about our um, new standards with dating and how we're approaching dating. For me personally, I've realized that I had like a lack of, um, I don't want to say boundaries. Like I just no, wasn't you really, you think it was boundaries? Yep. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I, okay, so I had a lack of boundaries Absolutely. when dating. I feel like usually when I date men, I just tend to go with the flow. But one thing I've realized, and I'm happy that I, I'm realizing this, as I'm turning 24, is that when you're one of the go with the flow girls, you're going to get your heart broken. You're going to be friend zoned all the time um, because nothing is clear. So I feel like I need to be adamant on what the fuck I want from now on. And that's what the fuck I'm going to do. Um, if you're going to be dealing with me, um, you need to be taking me out on dates. 
Period. Because I wasn't even enforcing that before. Because, I again, I was just like, I'm just going to go with the flow. Like, I'm not going to try to force anything. Because I'm real big on authenticity. So I always be just be wanting things to flow naturally. I don't ever want to force anything. But now I'm realizing that that's really, like, <laughs> that's a negative for me. So now I just want to start, like, enforcing those, those things. Like, I don't want to just, no, we're not sitting in the crib chilling. No, we're not sitting in the car chilling. I'm not doing that shit no more. It's like either you gotta take I mean, me out on a date. I mean, you can, but make sure that there's dates. No, involved. no, you. Yeah, we can, but it's like every now and then there needs to be dates. If you're not doing them, them things, I think then that you it should go. be a first date before you sitting in the car and doing all that other stuff. No, real shit. So that's that's like a new standard for me, um, because I'm approaching my mid twenties and I really don't have time for this shit no more. Like I, I don't like, <laughs> I don't. So those are my new, my new standards, um, and I feel like I want to be more like. I I need to be abundantly clear <laughs> with niggas like I on what I want and where I want to go with dating. So those are my dating standards. Do you have any? My dating standards. My dating standards are being met right now. That's why I don't understand why I'm really like overthinking. But um my main standard is to see me. Like if you're dating me, you see me for exactly who who I am Mm -hmm. like don't try to tweak it don't try to change it like I just want to be admired for the person that I am the same way that I admire these niggas like (laughs) flaws and all like you have no idea like people could point 10 things that's wrong with somebody to me and I'm just like but look at all the 20 things that are right about them right the things that you don't know and I want someone to do that for me right I want to be looked at like that. Me too. And I, I haven't experienced it yet, but I know it's going to come one day. It do be making... I'm I'm be very raw and vulnerable. It do be making me sad that I've never experienced it. Like, I'm always the homegirl to niggas. Like, uh-huh. every single time. Like, men are never sure... Again, like, I, I said this before, but, like, men are never sure about me. Um, I've never really experienced anything, like, super romantic at all. And it does bother me. And it is easy to internalize that shit. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that as I enter 24 and I enforce these new dating standards that I can like start begin to experience those things because I'm actively making the change now compared to whereas before I didn't really have no rules. I didn't have no boundaries. Like Kelly said, I was just going with the flow with men and I I always got my heart broken every single time. So because, and even I find this with my situation, it's just like, you just are so like you're so sure about the person, but you never know if the other person is sure. And the Absolutely. only time that you know a person is sure about you is if they go out their way for you. Yeah. So, Absolutely. You know. And it is true when they say if they want if they wanted to, they would. I do feel like I do feel like it's some nuance to that yeah. thing. But ultimately, like if we're really looking at it, it's true. Um, if they wanted to, they would. Um let's get into what else we got. Dating apps. Have you ever been on one? <laughs> so I've recently been trying Hinge, right? Um, Hinge is completely different from the other dating apps because it allows you to show more of you. Um, like they have like these different prompts that you can answer and stuff like that. Um, they have like little polls that you could do, like um, first date polls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying Hinge. At first, I didn't like it because honestly, I was not finding anybody that I found 
attractive on there. Because me, I love a fine man. Like, I'm not going to deal with anybody that is ugly or or medium ugly. Or I'm not I'm not dealing with it. We don't do that. At all. But recently, I've been on Hinge more. And I've been seeing... I've found a few. Not a lot. I found a few men who are attractive. And... I'm a little excited. Like I, so I didn't tell you this, but I'm supposed to go on a date with this one dude next week, yeah. which I'm very excited about. I ain't gonna lie, I'm super excited about it. <laughs> and he's cute. He's cute as shit. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, but for the most part, I do be feeling like it's not a lot of fine men on dating apps. I feel like they just they're be, not. They're not on there like that. Throw back. Throw back to the Christmas episode. <laughs> Yeah, throw back to the Christmas episode. You're not on the black apps thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I be on the apps and they don't be on there. They okay? don't be on there. And just they because don't. your standards are in the pits of hell, <laughs> I evidently. They don't be on there for real, for real. I feel like I see a fine man like twice a month. <laughs> I really do. I just yeah. and some people like some of my friends have told me oh just go on the dates with them even if you don't find them attractive just for the experience but I Look personally I, I will be like, hurling I will be throwing up no, my food no real shit I just don't find the point in be doing that like I'm not going on a date with somebody that I do that I am not it's the same super attracted way to. it's the I'm same not. way that I don't understand niggas that hit hit like really like have sex with women that they're not attracted to. I don't understand it. I can't. Like, I'm like, if your PP can stand up for that, then your PP should not be standing up for me. (laughs) No No way. (laughs) I'm just not. That's diabolical. (laughs) That's diabolical nonsense. But can we also talk about how chaotic these dating apps are? Because it was this one nigga, he messaged me on Hinge and he was like, are you a munch? And I said, do you trick? Am I a munch? Am I a muncho? Jesus, you're very chaotic. I've gotten some wild messages on Hinge. Like I I really have. It's very crazy. No fucking way. I'm probably going to screenshot them and post them in our um, close friends on on wholesome black group. (laughs) I'm probably going to show them off, but it's it's very chaotic. And for the most part, my point was I don't feel like it's too many fine men on those dating gaps. I really don't. Um, They are a rare, a rare rare occurrence. They are. They are. Yeah. So. I tried dating apps. I tried the BLK app. That sucked. But I did do Bumble, but not as like a dating app, but as like right. the Bumble BFF app. Oh, and that's how you... Um. Yep. <laughs> oh. So it okay. worked out for the time. Worked out for the time. <laughs> I mean, I still like met some other like cool people that we like follow I each other on instagram or something like i want to like start i'm gonna start doing it I'm, I'm gonna go on bubble just to find friends yeah it was fun yeah. it was a fun experience you know yeah let's um talk about so we also have another segment um that we are going to do every episode called what's going on and we are going to discuss all things that have been going on in the blogs pop culture and the media so the first thing i want to talk about um, the Alexa Sky slash Black China. Everybody's been going on these healing journeys. Um, so basically, um, Alexis and Black China have recently been very vocal about their healing journeys and their spiritual transformations that they are going through. China has removed the feathers from her face, gotten baptized, and has chosen not to do OnlyFans anymore. Alexis Sky has been adamant on loving herself more and getting right mentally. And people have a problem with this. I just want to know why. 
Why do people? There, everybody's like, oh, like misogyny. now all the hoes, all the misogyny. all the whores want to get their lives together now. Misogyny and misogynoir. No, real shit. That's that's, that's really all, all it is. Um, I feel like black women are not given the grace to make mistakes and to not even mistakes. They're not allowed to be sexual beings. They're not allowed to have the same wild ass time as our other counterparts. As as men, yeah, men they they get men. To be and other women of other races are allowed mm-hmm. to have their whole phase and still get wifed up and still get married and all this other stuff. But have I, you seen girls gone wild? <laughs> Real shit. But, but black girls, we're not allowed but, to Okay, because your mama was in the book of hoes in 19, 1997. It's like... She don't get no damn redemption? No, real shit. And it's like, I kind of... I kind of resonate with that in a sense because I remember when I was like... Because I'm about to be 24 soon, but... Um, like 18 to like 22, I kind of had like a, well, first I, I was in two relationships back to back, but after Jesus. I got out of those relationships, I kind of had like a, a whole phase and I was very, I still am, I'm still very sex positive. Um, but during those times I used to talk about sex a lot, um, openly like on Instagram, on Twitter, like say all types of wild shit and people would perceive me as like some kind of whore or whatever. But when I hit 23, I got into this stage where, like, I wanted to really get myself together. Like, I wanted to start healing more, like, mentally. I wanted to get to the root of, like, my daddy issues and stuff like that. And I just don't understand, like, people were very shocked when I wanted to go in that direction. Like, <laughs> people were shocked. Like, even some of the friends that I had at the time, they were like, what do you mean you want to heal? Like, and that's Let's another thing. Like, like, why? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, now you want a hoe. Like, I did that already. Yeah, Dang. I did it already and I'm done with it. Like, that doesn't mean that I'm... That doesn't take away from me being sex positive. I still encourage women to, like, live their best lives sexually, to have all the fun that they can to explore sexually. I still want to... I still want to explore a little more uh, sexually. But at the same time, I also recognize that when I was in my whole phase, like, it was a lot of deep-rooted issues that I had. Mm-hmm. I don't regret my whole phase. I really don't. I feel like it I do developed me. You do? I hate them. I <laughs> You hate it them. It was men, such a you? waste. It was such a waste of time. And to be honest, I only really added like two bodies on that on the body count, I guess you could right. say, during my whole phase. Mm-hmm. I didn't have much of one yeah. because like I just could never get myself to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the people that I did waste that on, I was just like Y'all yeah, suck. I, I hate y'all. Like I agree. Like I, I the the men that I did sleep with, I regret that. I don't regret my whole phase. I just the men that I did it with, like I just yeah. I, I wish that I never, never let I wish y'all I never touch did me. That. I was in such a low place mentally, and I realized that once I turned twenty three, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get myself together because there's no way that I allowed these men to casual sex is also not really beneficial for women. What do you mean, like in terms of? What like? Oh, because you mean like like? Are you talking about like the orgasm gap? In every sense of the word, like casual sex has done nothing for a lot of women. Yeah, it has really just made them feel lesser than themselves mm-hmm. because they have all this sex with all these people. And you know how men are. Then men start talking shit. And I don't mean to cut you off, but you know another reason why a lot of women feel like shit, like when they have like a lot of casual sex with men, is because a lot of men feel like just because y'all are having casual sex that they can just treat you like shit. Exactly. Like they completely like 
they completely forget that you're a human. They add, they, they like, take they, they value treat away. They you like an object. Yeah. And so after the fact, and that, at least in my experience, after the fact, you feel like shit. It's like, damn, like you are you literally use me basically to masturbate. And then after that, it's like, you treat me like shit. Like yeah. you don't even treat me like, I don't know. You don't treat me with like any type of compassion or like you don't even have any manners when it comes to me. You're just treating me like I'm just a dog on the fucking street. And I feel like that's a lot of the problems that a lot of women have with their whole faces. I feel like it's just a lot of these men just really feel like they don't have to respect you just because they're fucking you. And that's very problematic. And it's also very rapey to me. Like, I feel like it's very, that plays into rape culture a lot. Like, you don't feel like you need to respect me just because we're having sex. Like, so what does that look like to you? Because, like, not to bring that nigga back up, but when you talked about that whole situation, <laughs> you was like, I wasn't even trying to do all that extra stuff like we could have just fucked and it been fine and we and he, he asked still. for vulnerability out of that but respect also there's a there's a vulnerability that's there. what i'm saying like we like treating still, you with manners treating you with but this is the thing we could have still fucked and you could have still had he would have still had manners and stuff and he would have still been respectful but, but i think my problem mean? was what does it mean to you? Just yeah. treating me like a human, just being like, "Oh, like, are you good?" Like after sex, like what he would usually do. But I think my issue lie where, like, my issue was like you're staying for like three, four hours. Then after after you leave, like we're on the phone for like hours and hours and hours, and you're building this connection with me, getting to know me. We could have just not did that. We could have still fucked, and you could have still, you know, we could have had like short conversations, and you could have still been. Um, respectful and, and have manners like as he was already doing but it just didn't have to elevate to that level of just like you getting to know me so deep like not that he knew everything about me but it's just like it didn't have to get to that level where you're just like doing all that like you did not have to do that yeah I'm just <laughs> asking because it's gonna sound like you contradicted yourself no no I get I, I get I get where you was going that's why I answered it <laughs> I yeah. get that I get that like a lot of men are gonna look at you like Oh, this bitch don't even know what she, she wants. She don't know what she wants. Yes, I do know what I want. Like, <laughs> so, and especially if he watches it, he probably gonna be like, so. Yeah, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just feel like we should definitely have that grace when it comes to wanting to get right mentally and just changing our whole lives. Um, so besides that, I also want to talk about uh, the Os- Sierra's Oscar dress. It was a lot of controversy around that from like the Christian community. This is going to be short and sweet. <laughs> Her husband was there. Mind your fucking business. That's really all that I got to say about that. Her husband was standing right next to her and he clearly had no problem. With he that. had no problem. And for all you men talking about, he looks, he looks vividly uncomfortable. <laughs> no, the hell he didn't. People were like, you she's know going he- through a midlife crisis. She misses future. What? <laughs> Like, what are y'all even talking about? Like, what? And I think a lot of bitches was just jealous because y'all could not look that good in the dress. It's not even so, that y'all couldn't look that good. The nigga that you with have all these rules and regulations for your ass. Exactly. And you're not allowed to dress how y'all you want to dress. Y'all are used to being with controlling ass men. And that's why y'all had an issue with that as and well. And even to, the men are going to be like, it's not controlling that I want. I only want to see that from my woman, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well, that's you. You go ahead and get you a God-fearing right, get you, woman. Exactly. That dresses modestly, but that's guess what? Y'all don't want that. Y'all want baddies. <laughs> you see exactly. how y'all just do stuff? Exactly. But People like on some real stuff. on some real on some real shit, this should have never been a conversation because 
quite frankly, what it all boils down to is this and this only. It works for them. Exactly. That's their marriage. Exactly. They do what they want to fucking do. The, and so just because you show marriage. your body doesn't mean that you don't love God. Yep. yep. Obviously, she loved God. She got a good man. <laughs> Maybe you should go to the Lord in prayer. Sweetheart. <laughs> Maybe you should get on your knees instead of trying to do other things on your knees. You should exactly. go on your knees and pray. Like, y'all just be saying anything at this point. Like, y'all be saying anything. She looked good. She looked amazing. And then apparently... And it the, went with the theme. Yeah, like, yeah, like let's, talk, let's talk like, about that. Like, y'all just be saying anything. anything. Like, because y'all hate black women so much. That's really all it is. <laughs> it's not even, like, let's not even bring race and gender it's into it. Just, y'all just hate like y'all, y'all are so hateful for real. and y'all take y'all sit there and nitpick every single thing like you really just gonna like find anything wrong with anything mm-hmm. that's her husband that's her life that's her body and her dress that we can't afford we should relieve our broke opinions <laughs> from rich people Rich, i can't even afford that dress what do I exactly look like? talking about it, like, it. shut up especially y'all. in that demeaning kind of ma- like manner like what what do y'all even what is you what about? is your kids gonna say <laughs> by the time your kid their kids see it they'll probably be grown and they probably won't care yes so on to the next topic we also got um i don't know how you is it finesse two times i don't know but finesse two that? times <laughs> he's a rapper and he got that Who song is that? he got that song um it's a problem when they no it's a problem when i do it fuck you know that song <laughs> She don't know. She don't. Kelly don't listen to that type of music. But basically, finesse two times and Erica. I'm Banks, such an old lady. I don't basically, know that finesse is. stated in an interview that the reason him and Erica did not work out is because she was on her phone first thing in the morning. He says that women needs to be focused on making breakfast and spending time with their lover in the morning. He said this on a radio show because somebody asked him why did him and Erica break up. Now, me, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with him wanting this, but I just don't feel like why you had to go. Why did you have to go on a radio show and say this? And if I just don't know why you would have to do that. Why you have to like try to play her like that? I don't know. Um, I just don't. I don't see the issue with what he said. If that's what I you feel, want, then that's what yeah. you want. If that's I what don't. you want. That's what you want. But it's just like he said it in a way where he was trying to like embarrass her, like try to play her, basically. And that's my that's my issue. Um, so what do you think about that? <laughs> I feel like. I agree that the first thing that she should not be doing is grabbing her phone. That's kind of weird. I ain't gonna lie, I be grabbing my fucking phone. (laughs) I do too, but I think that's really unhealthy. We have a really unhealthy connection to Mm -hmm. our phones. I also agree that if you are with someone that your attention, especially during the morning, should be on them. Like you should be wanting to talk to them and, you know, spend time, especially since like, Y'all are both entertainers. Y'all have studio time to get to. All right. types of things. I don't, like, see, I don't You think... should savor every moment with mm-hmm. that person. So I agree with him. However, yeah, I, I, I just don't like the fact that he said women should be Yeah, I don't. That's on. my issue. Like, if that's what you want, that's what you want. I did, but I, I also had a problem with the fact that why couldn't you just say, oh, we just didn't work out. Like, why did you have to do that? Like, why do men always have to be extra and do all that shit? Like, you could have just said, we ain't work out. We ain't have to do all that. Oh, she ain't make breakfast in the morning. She was on her phone first first thing in the morning. Like, nigga, what? what? <laughs> like, why, what? like, damn. Like, 
that's what it is. But you know, I don't I don't think it was anything wrong with him wanting that. That's what you want. That's what that's you what want. want. <laughs> um, so on to our next topic. So this this segment is called Tweet Anatomy. So basically, we're going to pick tweets or memes that we see on social media that stuck out to us, and we're going to dissect them and give our takes on them. So the tweet that I picked. It says being used for intimacy feels a thousand times worse than being used for sex. And I kind of resonated with that because I've definitely had my fair share of men who really just liked keeping me around more so for like the intimacy or like, I don't know, like the cuddling and like the talking and the conversation. And I don't know, I've just fallen victim to that a lot. And it does feel very shitty I do feel like men do have an issue when you just want to fuck them. Um, sweet, sweet, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my that's that was a that was a tweet that I picked. But what about you? How do you feel about that? I agree. Like it feels shitty as fuck. Yeah, I'd rather you just use me for sex. To be honest, no, seriously, because at least I know it's a physical exchange. But if I give my heart to you. If I'm really like showing really myself, quick, really, really quick, because like really like showing myself to and... you, all because you need that type of comfortability or mental stimulation, like, or you're just... trying to get sex out of me that way, I would feel so low. Like, exactly. I would hate to feel like that. Mm-hmm. I would really hate that. Like, I just know that that shit is ridiculous. You know, it is. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of men do do that. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, you would have got the coochie anyway. Why do you want to know more about my life? No, like, why? It's like, so the the last situation that I was in, like, I was very content with, with I, and I said this previous episode, but I'm going to just repeat it again. I was very cool with us just having sex. Like, I was cool with that. But it's like, the nigga kept pressing and pressing for more out of me. He wanted to see more of my personality, more of the things that I was into. And it's just like, in the long run, it's like he wound up telling me that he never wanted anything serious. He didn't want anything serious with me at all. But it's just like, okay, if you knew that, it's just like, why? Like, why would you even press me for more in that kind of sense if you knew that you didn't want that? Like, what is the what's the point? Like, what's the goal of doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't make sense. So why would you want me to do all that? You don't want anything serious with me. So why was you not content with us just fucking? So... That that's I've definitely fallen victim to that. It's fucked up. But which tweet did you pick? So my tweet was hoes are better at relationships and get more commitment out of men than regular women. I one hundred percent agree. Why you agree with that? Because what I've noticed about hoes is that they prioritize men, then prioritizing men. Makes Ooh, them know that what is they true. makes not even necessary. Mm, makes them finish. know what they want, so they can give a man exactly what they want. And then on top of that, these hoes are the ones who they're these niggas are going to cheat on their wives and their girlfriends with. Follow mm. me, follow me, follow me. The hoe is the one that gets gets the listening ear. Like, they'll say all the things that they can't say to their girlfriend or their wives. Literally come to you for advice and everything. I'm not saying that I'm a hoe. I'm just saying that I've been in a situation where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. a man will feel comfortable with me enough to, like, vent in that way. Like, but these hoes are getting sex and they're getting therapy. Like, they're therapists. 
because they sit there and pillow talk afterwards. Trust me. That is true. And they'll say all these things like, I want a woman to do this and I want a woman to do that and this and that. And the only reason why I'm with this girl is because she and does this and this and that for me. To all mm-hmm. of this. No, and they're taking fake. all that's the fake. intel. They're fake. taking all the intel. So one thing for sure, women, please listen to the please listen to your men. Like, please listen to them because you do not want to be out here. And even when it comes to like female friends and stuff like that, the best friend, the bestie that they be like hunching on when they not in a relationship and all that other stuff, or just the female best friend, they're go- them niggas are going to them, yeah, and being like, this bitch does this, 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 and I don't like it, and she don't care about this, and she don't care about that, and. No, that's true. Regular I've never women, thought about it that way. Regular that women true. think that it's just enough to have a low body count and think that it's just enough to mm-hmm. just, oh, well, I don't dress like a whore and I haven't had sex with this amount of people and all these things. Niggas love the hoes. Niggas love the hoes. <laughs> they, they love the hoes, so... But it's because of that. Like, you you think that you bring in a... a a low body count and um, modest dress on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is going to be enough to keep the nigga when, or having your own shit. I have my own car. I have my own this. I have my own that. And then you're wondering why a, women that were like Alexis Sky and Black China and all these other, like Kim Kardashian, all that. Because niggas really don't care about what you really, they don't really care about what you bring to the table. They, I'm gonna be I'm for real. I've learned that they do they not really don't give, give a, fuck. a fuck about that. They don't. They, I mean, like, maybe you can some men do, but like majority but they really of them don't. don't. Like they, they don't. really don't. They'd rather you, especially if they know that they can take care of you. Please, yeah, have nothing. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> like that have nothing. <laughs> That's facts, though. But the hoes really do listen to your niggas. So maybe y'all should start listening to y'all men, <laughs> and maybe you can keep them around. Oh, that's a good. That's an amazing point. I didn't think about it like that. That's true. And also, they know how to fuck. Mm-hmm. I know that men like freaky versions, but it really don't ever happen like that. It so doesn't. you're usually the mathy, mathy. yeah, like usually regular women, low key, are not pleasing men. <laughs> now that's a that that's a conversation we could talk about. I'm cranking up because that's an unpopular opinion. Because mm-hmm. it's always like talking about the pleasure gap with women, which it does. We do have a pleasure gap, but think about all the niggas out here that be like, "Yeah, that shit was just mid, but it was pussy." So I guess, yeah. And they just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. They don't true. talk about it at all. Actually, they keep their mouth shut. That's very. But true. if they was as vocal as us, there would be another pleasure gap conversation breaking up <laughs> like y'all don't know what y'all y'all don't know how to suck dick y'all don't know how to ride dick y'all don't know how to do anything and then expect a 100 loyalty from a nymphomaniac i'm dead because no, what it really true. that's really what it be boiling down to like men our age horny <laughs> horny horny they are like mm-hmm. horny i didn't think about that that's true um okay so Let's also move on. It was another tweet that was... So basically, they was on Twitter saying things that they're too old for. So what are... So some things that I put that I was I was too old for. Um, For me, I could do this like probably even a year ago or, or two years ago or three years ago or four years ago. But now, I feel like I'm too old to stay out to party until the a.m. Like, I can't do it no more. I can't. Like, I feel like I'm... 
it's too much for me. Like, I need to be in the crib at least by 12. Like, I can't stay out past 12 anymore. Like, I can't. I'm too old for it. I can't do it. Um, I also said I'm too old for these hairstylists and these braiders. Um, they're getting on my fucking nerves. So now I've just resorted to wearing my hair natural or trying to do it myself or asking my mom to do it because I'm tired of you bitches. Honestly, I'm sick and tired of y'all. Um, and I'm also feeling like I'm beginning to get too old for social media. Now, I do got to be on there to like promote our brand and stuff like that. But I don't know if people noticed or not. But on my personal page, I usually was on there all the time. But now I do not be on there no more like that no more. Like I don't, like I just, I don't be on there. I'm too old for it. Like I just don't feel the need to be on there. I also find that social media can be harmful because I be comparing yeah. myself to bitches. Um, yeah. Not even just like when it comes to like um, body image, but even just like finances and shit like yeah. that. And all, like it's very When little do you know they yourself. selling pussy. No, <laughs> real shit, <laughs> real shit. No, Wallow said something like that. He was like, yo, y'all got to stop comparing yourself to these girls because they be selling they pussy for real. <laughs> they do. They dead do. Like <laughs> once like, I realized he, that. He was on a podcast and he was like, y'all be, y'all be making yourselves depressed, wondering like, why isn't my business doing as good as this girl's business? It's because like, they, they selling that cat. Baby, and it's, look, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it either. It's just, but I'm just just saying, yeah. Like, unless you, I mean, (laughs) if that's what you want to do, do it. (laughs) But like, that's what they be doing. They be selling twat. They be selling feet pics and stuff. And yeah, and that's just like I'm not going that route. So it's harder for me. It is because I can't just fuck a nigga that I don't like. Yeah, I can't. Like my coochie don't get wet like that. Yeah. (laughs) And OnlyFans is not for me. Like I couldn't do it. Like so, it's gonna be a little difficult for me to get where I want to be in life. Um. So yeah, those are things that I am too old for. Staying out to party to the AM. Um. Dealing with these Philly hairstylists. Um. And braiders, because y'all bitches is really not hairstylists for real. Because y'all don't want to wash hair and social media. That's what I'm too old for right now. What about you? <laughs> I'm too old. Wow. I'm just too old. <laughs> like you're I'm over just, it. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm too old for like circling back to friendships, like over overly clingy friendships. I'm too old for animosity between us when I don't answer the phone or something like that. Like bitch, I don't feel like talking. Right. Leave me alone. Um social media, but in no, the I- sense I don't mean to cut you off, but I know Kella over it because today I asked her, I was like, do you want to go see Creed after we, after we film? And she was like, no. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. And I love that she's so di- direct with that shit too, but I'm like, I know she's over it. Like, she don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you were saying, what was you saying about social media? I'm sorry. I, social media just, social media as people, like, I hate the fact that we're curating our lives so much like be fucking normal. Like you yeah. don't have to take pictures of your food when you eat it. I'll be doing that. I lie for my little dumps. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, like, the, like why? Just enjoy yourself. Like I'm not even judging you. It's just like this. It's just like no. I'm like just live in the moment. Yeah, just enjoy yourself. And that's one thing I've been trying to work on. Like when I went to um. I went to Made in America last year 
And I found myself not really recording as much because I'm like, I just want to live in this moment. And I did live in a moment and it was a very great moment. It was Jasmine Sullivan on stage and I, it, was just, it just wowed me. I'm just like, this is yes. what it feels like to live in the moment. Like I, I, I recorded a little bit, but it wasn't a lot. I was just like, I'm going to just chill on it. Yeah. But it does feel good to just to just be there, be present. Exactly. What else am I too old for? Oh, I know what I'm too old for. And it's going to sound... I know a lot of girls are not going to agree with me, and that's fine. But I feel like I'm too old to... I really don't want a roster anymore. Like, I just don't... I cannot I can't talk to multiple men anymore. Like, I could do it. I could do it probably a year ago or, like, when I was... 22 or 21 I can't do it no more I I was never able to do stuff like that that's why I get my feelings hurt yeah I can't talk to multiple men anymore I really can't maybe my max is two anything over that I can't do it no more like I don't like men that much (laughs) I get that people will be like don't put all your eggs in one basket and I might be being dumb right now in my situation but I'm happy so yeah I, I can't deal with more than two men and that's another thing that I'm too old for. I'm too old to be worried about how everybody else is feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I'm happy. Yes. I'm very, very, very happy. And not a fuck the outside noise. Yeah, like, I'm very happy, especially with the brand about the person I'm dating. Like, the, like, the friends that I have. Like, I'm very happy. I'm very content with my life. Like... I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be at 22 and that's another reason why I think I'm too old for social media because it makes you feel like you're so behind. It does. That's why I I I post our stuff on the wholesome page and I log out. Like I don't even even on a wholesome page like I only follow like I've only followed pages that that are like inspiring. Like maybe like self-care pages and or mm-hmm. shit like that. I don't follow nobody else on that page or other creatives that that inspire me. I'll follow them on that page, but mm-hmm. like, that's it. Like, I, I'm really, I just don't find the big deal in social media. Me either. Except to promote our brand. Like, that's really it. And that to post my ass. selfies every now and then. <laughs> like, but even with that, like, I'm just too, I'm too, and I'm also too old to be following trends. Yes, that too. I don't wanna be a trendsetter. I don't wanna be dressing like everybody else. I just want to wear what I like. Mm-hmm. And um, some it was really hard for me, like, recently, just for a lot of reasons that we're not going to get into. Because, like, mm. but, like, I was just finally like, but I'm not them. I'm not them. I'm not yeah. that. I can't even fake the funk if I wanted to. I like the way I look. I like the way I look as myself. I'm not about to sit here and try to change that because I feel like some people would like to see me differently or I notice that some people notice other people mm-hmm. when they look a certain way. I'm like, well, shit, fuck it. If they can't like me for how I'm for how I dress and what I look like, then then they just don't need to be around me. No real shit. Like the, um, I keep mentioning I'm about to be 24 but I keep mentioning it because that's like your mid-20s and I feel like that's major but like 
since I'm I'm nearing my mid twenties, like I've really been a lot of things have been shifting for me mentally. Like I don't a lot of stuff that I cared about a year ago. Yeah, I do not I give do a not fuck about that shit no more. Like at all. So I I feel you on it. Like I just don't care to be on social media like that no more. I don't care to really follow trends. I don't care to have the latest bag or like, yeah. I just don't care. I just want to be happy and to have everything that I want. <laughs> like, I don't I don't care about anything else. It's so easy to get caught up in that stuff though. It really is. And I, I can say that I've fallen guilty to that at times. Because again, it's, it's easy for that to happen when you're on social media all the time. But now I'm just, I'm not like that. I'm chilling. Like I'm cool. <laughs> um, But let's get into our music segment. So... Okay, so how much time we have left? Got a couple minutes left. We I want to talk about some of the newest music that's come out. Um, I don't know if you heard it yet, but Victoria Monet and Lucky Day, they had yeah, I heard spoke. How do you feel okay. about that song? I feel the same way too. And I usually like everything that Victoria puts out. And I like this song. Don't get me wrong. I like it. It sounds like everything it's not that a she's bad already song. put out before. Yes. That's what I was about to say. It just sounds like everything that she's already put out. And um, I realize not that a that's horrible just song. Her. Yeah, that's her aesthetic. It's not a horrible song, um, but I just, it's nothing new. Like, it didn't excite me in a sense. Um, I'm going to still listen to it, but it's not that exciting to me. Um, also, Chloe Bailey dropped a song called Body Do. Did you hear it? Yeah. I liked it. I, <laughs> I, Kayla does not like Chloe Bailey. She does not like this girl at all. <laughs> Why do you not like her face? Why do you not like Chloe? What is there to like? I like, I love Chloe. Like, she's just. What is there to she, like? She's talented. <laughs> I really can't stand she's her. She's talented, you know, like, I, I feel like her music is art, you know, like. Her music sucks. Her music really sucks and it makes me so mad because like she's she could sing her behind off. I just feel like this whole this whole performative ass sex positivity shit that she got going on, her non I just can't get jiggy with it. <laughs> like it looks so forced. I'm so sorry. Bro, it do like, like she it. looks like <laughs> <laughs> my man, what he said? This nigga said he, she looked like she she just gives the um the awkward join that's trying to fit in. <laughs> Wait, because I'm still on. Like as soon as I said Chloe Bailey, <laughs> Killer's face, she was just like, "What is there like?" She doesn't do nothing for me. Like Wait. the art just sucks. Like, but you don't feel like people have put her in a box because she's Beyonce's artist. And that's probably why y'all don't know. Like I think she put herself in that box. She's been trying to mimic the way that her career, like Beyonce's career, has gone, and it has not done anything for her. It has not done she anything beneficial. I'm not even trying to be mean. It's just not doing nothing. Like every time I bring up Chloe Bailey, like <laughs> Killer does not like her. <laughs> it's not that I don't like her. It's just that I want more from her. Whatever the fuck this shit that she's doing is, is not it. 
it's what not do you think it. she should do, Kenna? What do you think the poor girl should do? I think that she should actually be herself. But you don't think she's being herself? No. You can tell <laughs> that she's... You know that that shit is forced. Come on. Even the damn choreography. <laughs> you mean to she tell had, me that you don't see that? Wait, she had posted this picture and people was, was flaming her. <laughs> and, no, we probably shouldn't even do this because we host a Let black me girl. See. But look... They was like, why is she clenching her butt cheek? <laughs> Wait, let me find a picture. Let me find a picture. You see, they like, she like, just yo, doing They stuff. was grinding the fuck out of her. They said she clenching her ass. <laughs> they, said she, they said she looked like an auntie. <laughs> yes, like... Hey, yo, Kenna does not like this girl. What is this up. diaper booty ass <laughs> shit? Stop, don't do that. Don't do that. We supposed to be Do wholesome. you see this? We supposed to be wholesome black girl. We supposed to be wholesome black girl. Stop. It's like she's so gorgeous. She's so gorgeous, but she doesn't know how to work her sexuality right now. <laughs> you don't like, think she has any sex appeal? At all. I think that shit really? sucks. Like, I don't get turned on at all. <laughs> okay, we got one more to her sister, oh. though, Hallie has natural sex oh, appeal. Oh, I love Hallie. Hallie just does mm-hmm. something for me. And I don't even mean to compare, but it's just like you could tell that Hallie knows who she is. Yeah. You could tell that Chloe does not know who she She's is. She's still figuring herself out, out, though. That's why I give her grace. She's still yeah. figuring herself out. But nah. <laughs> she said, yeah, but nah. <laughs> so, I just can't. Let's, let's just move on. Who are we excited to hear new music from next? For me, I have Summer Walker and I have Megan Thee Stallion. I'm very excited to see Megan Thee Stallion's comeback, especially after the shooting with um the the Tory Lane shooting. I'm excited to see what she's gonna release and what her subject matter is gonna be. Because honestly, now that I think about it, um, some of her music is repetitive. But I now that she's going through this situation, it might sound a little fucked up. I am just excited to see how she approaches that in her music, if she does at all. She doesn't have to. She doesn't. I will understand if she wouldn't Didn't. because it's. <laughs> it's traumatizing so excited to hear new music from Megan Thee Stallion Summer Walker I don't really think I really have to expand more on that y'all know how much I love her um, honest, but honestly I'm curious to see what direction she's gonna go in with her music because I feel like the last two projects she had like they, it was just like like sad relationship music and now it seems like she's if I'm not mistaken she's still in like a happy relationship so I wonder like what that's gonna be like and she just had twins so I wonder what her music is going to be like, like just subject wise. But that's who I'm excited to hear from. How about you? <laughs> I'm not impressed by anybody. Ooh. <laughs> Thus, I Kill have no answer. <laughs> I, I, just music today ain't doing it for me right now. Really? Um, the only person that I really want to hear something from is probably Hallie. Oh yeah, she gives me like she Corinda, does, Ray Yeah, kind of if she if she is like working on solo like a solo project, mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna eat that all up. Yes. Um, you know who else? I will say. Um, I want to see what Ari wants to do next. Where is she me gonna too. go next? Me Ari, because I remember um, her saying she was she was done with music or something like that. But I don't think she's serious. About that. I don't think that she's serious. I think that she's tired. She's just of, very emotional, <laughs> my girl. <laughs> She's a fire sign. She's an Aries. Today's her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Ari Lennox. <laughs> if you see this. <laughs> yeah, so she's just like super emotional mm-hmm. as fire signs have 
happen yeah. for a long time. Me. I'm excited to see where Ari Lennox goes next as well. Yeah, I just want to see how she's going to approach her sound. Because, mm-hmm. like, Shea Butter Baby versus Age Sex Location. I liked Age Sex Location better. But I feel like I only liked I, it better just because of where I'm at in life. Yeah, right. And I feel like I resonate with Ari a lot. Like, I remember she tweeted something like, have I made myself look dumb because I desire I love, love so much? Yeah. And that's how I am. Like, I... Want. Do niggas not want me because I want love? Yeah, she said something like that, and I feel like that's what that's that was the whole like her whole ASL project. I feel like that's that that was that like that's what she was like displaying in that album, like her need or well her want for her, love, her yearning for love, and that's where I'm at in life, and I feel like that's why I love it so much better than Shea Butter Baby. I just really want to. I want I'm, I want to be in a relationship, like I want to experience true love, like dates, all of that stuff, like and I. I ain't get there yet. So I'm excited to see where she goes. Yeah. I am. But you like Shea Butter Baby better? I don't really have a preference. I'm in such a weird, I'm in such a weird space right now. As y'all can tell, like, I don't even look like myself right now. So like right now, musically, I haven't even really been listening to anything. Like Mm. I just been in silence for like a minute. Yeah. Just because I don't really know how I feel and, like, what I listen to is contingent upon, like, where I'm at. That is very true. And right now, I'm in such a weird... A weird space. I just can't... I I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything. So, right now, I'm just, like, not impressed. Well, hopefully... Things... Well, not hopefully. Things will get better for me (laughs) <laughs> I hope um, so It needs yeah. to get better by tomorrow Cause life is smoking me Yo <laughs> um, But that's about everything We're gonna get up out of here um, Y'all make sure y'all are following us Well make sure y'all download our playlist um, The official hosting playlist Is on Spotify It's on Apple Music um, We're going to drop um, uh, An episode On Friday Well it's, we can't, it's, this, pretty, it's pretty irrelevant for me to say this yeah. now. <laughs> watch the so, like watch the most recent yeah, episode. Watch the most recent episode. It should be dropped by the time this comes out. Yes. So, so watch, watch the next most episode. recent episode. Um again, if you're a Philly artist, um black Philly artist, make sure y'all DM us so we can put y'all music in our playlist. And also make sure that y'all are following our personal Instagrams as well. Mine is the only Camry and the with two E's because I am the only Camry. No other Camry in this world that exists like me. Um, so make sure you follow me, T-H-E-E only, and then Camry, K-A-M-R-I, and then Killa. My Instagram name is K the Curator. Yes. So C-A-I the Curator. And then make sure y'all also follow the Wholesome Black Girl page. I'll spell it out for y'all again. H-E-A-U-X-S-O-M-E, Black Girl. So we're going to get up out of here, um, and we will see y'all the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's all. That was a good conversation. It was. We got through everything.